0: Welcome to the Productivity Podcast. This is the first in a series of three episodes with our friends at WorkJam. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Mark Williams, Managing Director for WorkJam, Amir. Hi, Mark, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you very much, Simon. Coming to the end of the of the summer holidays as we record, so everybody's getting back on off holiday. I think you've just got back. I'm just about to go, so uh, that's good. But t- today is all about WorkJam. Uh, we're going to talk, about transformation we're going to talk about value we're going to talk about change and then all the ways that potentially WorkJam and your team there can help support but before we dive in Mark do you want to tell us a bit about yourself your kind of career background and then we'll find out a little bit more about WorkJam.
1: Sure thank you yeah so um, I've spent the last couple of years leading and setting up the WorkJam IMEA business uh, here in London um, but probably a little bit more relevant is my past 16 years uh, leading frontline digital transformation for um, for Shell globally uh, across their retail business.
0: And in terms of WorkJam, do you want to give the listeners, for those that maybe aren't familiar, a bit of a flavour about some of the areas where you support organisations?
1: Yeah, indeed. So um, WorkJam is um, and remains the the leading organisation. Um, uh, frontline uh, orchestration platform um, and when I say that I listen back to myself and I think frontline orchestration I like to think of us as, as the glue we um, stick uh, a lot of things together and deliver them in a really targeted clean way to uh, a large enterprise frontline workers uh, whether that be in, in any industry segment whether that be in retail whether that be in hospitality um, and when you look at our, our portfolio of uh, fantastic customers, um, you can see how we are really transforming and connecting their businesses um, right the way down from from head office to those frontline workers. And doing that in a way that really drives value and productivity. And I'm sure we'll come on to that, Simon, as we go through this podcast.
0: Absolutely. So, so just to be clear, this is kind of aimed at all those employees and organisations that i have got a laptop don't particularly reside in an office that are on the on the floor of the warehouse the store the restaurant face to face with customers and organizations find it incredibly difficult to reach those people directly
1: yeah indeed exactly that and they tend to fire information down to a centralized point in a restaurant or in a hotel or in a retail outlet um but where does that information go once once it's been sent down? H- how do managers on site then disseminate that information um, and make it really relevant and meaningful for that frontline worker to, to help them with their their day-to-day tasks and, and roles and responsibilities?
0: Yeah, I'm putting my store manager hat back on from many years ago in DIY and others. It, incredibly difficult because you get bombarded with information. And I'll show my age, this was kind of when we used to get... Um, Lots of things in a blue bag, so lots of paper, communications weekly, and then ad hoc stuff for email. So it there's a big, has been a big reliance on, I suppose, single points of failure or a couple of individuals that could be the points of failure to disseminate that information. And I mean, some of it it is significantly important, whether it be health and safety, whether it be, you know, personal information about appraisals coming up bonuses pay rises so there's there's the day-to-day stuff that happens you know products on the shelf products off but there's there's also some really important stuff for individuals that historically and i'm guilty of it myself has probably not been communicated particularly well certainly again when i think back to my days of there'd be people i might not see for two or three weeks if i didn't work a sunday because they only worked a sunday so I can understand the, the kind of pain points that, that you're trying to help solve. Yeah,
1: and I, it, I think, Simon, there are, there are two sides to it as well. There, there's all of the operational kind of corporate stuff, uh, but then there's all of the stuff around kind of employee well-being, employee benefits, you know, employee culture, you know, connecting employees from different outlets, sharing best practice. All of that great stuff comes out as well. Uh, and we kind of are the catalyst and enable all of that in a really unique
0: way exciting stuff so i think there's lots of talk about coming out of lockdown and and that kind of stuff still exists but we're gonna we're gonna move on from that so moving on post lockdown i think we've seen lots of organizations that have acknowledged the fact that transformation is almost a, a constant now so ongoing change if your business isn't going through ongoing change and transforming evolving that's probably a warning sign in it itself so for those organizations that embrace that accepted the fact we're always going to be changing how do they get something in place through work jam that really helps support and facilitate that
1: yeah, so absolutely. I'll just touch on that, and you know, I'll mention that word sort of lockdown and pandemic, kind of just briefly. I think businesses kind of really panicked a little bit because it highlighted the need to be able to communicate and and kind of push this information down in a really clever, targeted way. Um, and so we saw enterprise go out there and try and find stop gaps or try and very quickly create something themselves. Um, And whilst that worked to a certain extent, I think what it did was cause quite a little bit of noise uh, and confusion. And what we've been sort of discussing with enterprises is how now do you kind of peel that back a little bit, take that back? We know there's a need, but how do we put something in place that is kind of meaningful and sustainable going forward? You know, because what we don't want to do is straight away bombard frontline workers with new products, new platforms, new places that they need to go to kind of get all of this, um, all of this relevant information. And then help them map out what that future looks like. You know, o- o- over time, what what do we need to do to continually digitally transform and give ourselves an edge in the employer market as well? Which is something that you know is, is 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 really top top of mind at this moment in time. Um, you know, Work Jam we really adopt a consultative approach around all of this. Um, Our expertise are deep and rich. We, you know, a lot of us come from large enterprise where we have actually done this um, in in those businesses, realized the value, um, seen the upturn in things like net promoter score, employee sentiment uh, and customer sentiment metrics, um, and, and really sort of kind of, you know, put a foundation in place that is going to continue to to keep those those businesses at the fore um and that's what we're doing kind of day in day out now across europe um with with our with our great customer base across across europe
0: and from a colleague point of view what what does it look like is it a new app they get on a device is it something different
1: yeah, so WorkJam Work is completely agnostic of, um, of device or channel or how they consume us. So, you know, we have a web, web version, so back office PC, it can easily be accessed through there. Um, but natively, our, our app is where most of our customers tend to go. Um, the great thing about it is the app can sit within the current sort of corporate ecosystem on uh, a, a shared corporate device, or it can be uh, downloaded from an app store. Uh, and available on personal devices as well. Uh, And I think that's quite, I think that's quite nice because it it gives the, um, you know, it gives sort of employees and those frontline workers the ability to to kind of quickly reference our product wherever they are, whatever part of day they might be in. Um, And of course, we also have the ability and capability to kind of cut all of the noise that comes down when they're not at work as well to make sure that we're fully compliant of uh, of, of labour laws and uh, and
0: regulations
1: around that too.
0: So I've got this repository that I can go to on a device, my device, back office like you say and then the content that you present to me I know there's some kind of clever ways that you've got of making sure that's tailored to my location, job role, wherever, wherever I sit in the hierarchy, is that right?
1: Correct. We, we have a, uh, a unique and proprietary targeting engine which allows us to kind of get that information um, to an individual. Uh, no matter what role they have, no matter what skill set they have, what training they've done, what experience and expertise they have, and even looking forward, you know, where they may want to go. Do they want to become a supervisor? Do they want to get on the fast track managerial programme? Um, we can identify all of that and be very targeted in the information that we send out to an individual.
0: So. Significant value in being able to cut out the noise, I think you, you said before, in terms of that unique targeting. You mentioned kind of some of the other side benefits, so uh, colleague retention, colleague satisfaction, potentially kind of net promoter, customer scores. What kind of things are, you, are your customers telling you about when they get this in as kind of a foundational piece? Are they Are they seeing around those areas?
1: Yeah. So there are a number of things I think kind of uh, retention is, 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 is absolutely key for them, um, you know, managing that, that employee churn, uh, reducing all of those kind of onboarding costs and retraining costs, which ultimately kind of, you know, they do see a dip in customer satisfaction whilst, um, you know, new members of staff are kind of going through that onboarding. Um, increased productivity is another metric that we, we look at. Um, and time liberation uh, as well. Um, And it's about kind of, with that time liberation, it's about kind of redeploying that for value-add um, so it's about kind of, you know, I, I now have a manager who is freed up because they've disseminated this information. They're seeing increased productivity. They're seeing their frontline and the flow of work, manage their tasks, managing their learning, kind of, you know, communicating around kind of customer sentiment. Um, and therefore, they can kind of redeploy that to, you know, to other growth areas of the business or other operational kind of value drivers. Um, there are a number of more we, we support. Um, all our enterprises with kind of this value engineering right the way through the piece um, and i think you know whenever you're out there buying software and um, today you you know you really need to think about the return you're going to get as a business so you know we really get into that with our with our customers and prospects
0: and you talk there about kind of task. And I know you can kind of push tasks through WorkJam. You can also link to some of the workforce management solutions as well, can't you? So people can view schedules and uh, swap shifts, bid on shifts and all those other things that kind of coexist in the the bridge between you and workforce management world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and this is where WorkJam becomes you know, absolutely vital for, for any business. We, we have a number of pre built connectors that can get all of that schedule and shift information into WorkJam. Uh, and that's when things start to become really, really powerful when an employee has on their phone or device uh, a shift that they're working, they know who they're working with, they know the tasks that they have to do whilst they're on that shift, and they know that the learning is sitting nicely alongside all of that in the same place. So you've now got a really empowered frontline worker who in one single app is managing kind of task execution for operational gain, uh, managing customer sentiment, they're managing their learning in the flow of work, they're kind of communicating and collaborating really effectively and efficiently with other team members. Um, And they also have that knowledge centre and that repository of information to help them with anything else they need. And that's just the work side of it. And I think at the start of the podcast, Simon, I mentioned, you know, the softer benefits for, that, that individual as well so it, it's managing things like their benefits program their reward and recognition there may even be gamification around leaderboards in there as well i mean when you put all of this stuff together in, in a really clear concise way you know for me that's the sweet spot that that you know every business should be kind of looking to achieve from you know from their digital transformation and, and for the frontline worker specifically
0: absolutely absolutely and If an organisation is listening to this and thinking that's all well and good, that sounds like it's going to be a really big implementation, there's loads of stuff we're going to have to do to get ready. Can you just describe the kind of from somebody saying yes, the process then you go through to implement the change?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um I'm fortunate in my team across Europe to have a number of experienced project managers that that work with me. Um, and we can do as much or as little as an enterprise wants us to do. So we completely manage in its entirety kind of the setup, uh, the deployment, and the delivery into um, into multiple market units in multiple languages. Um, or we can work with internal project teams Um in, inside those organisations to to educate them to, to to do exactly the same thing, but where we really excel, uh, Simon, is kind of with partners like yourselves, where kind of we bring it all together, and, and, and you know, and partners are out there supporting us with with the delivery and kind of the the, the wider uh, implementations and, and benefits and hooks into kind of all of the you know other uh, frontline systems that 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 may you know that may be uh, already implemented or. Or, or, or you know in there to date
0: and it, we're not talking big wholesale integrations here months and months of uh role that are we we kind of can deploy quickly and then start to understand the benefits
1: yeah abs- absolutely I-, I think our, our, our record for de- deployment uh, was eight days um and that was into one Particular shell market right at the start of the, the pandemic. Um, uh, it, it was into Shell China, very complex joint venture, uh, a, a lot of legalities and regulations to work through. Um, but, but I think, yeah, eight days with a, a very simple sort of comms and uh, and, and task set up into that marketplace. Um, t- typically, we would see a, a twelve. Uh, to 16 week kind of uh, deployment plan depending on you know the speed that um, the organization we're working with and and partnered with can can move as well
0: yeah so a quick speed to deployment and then kind of um, ROI return
1: Uh, exactly And, and, and you know we're seeing that return on investment and we're seeing some very strong numbers in under one year which other solutions that I've, I, you know, I've been involved with, um, you know, it tends to be a multi-year investment. And it's not until kind of year two, year three, you start to see that kind of uh, yeah. that return on the investment. Um,
0: so we, we've got the solution in. How do we keep driving the, the benefits? What kind of things internally are you thinking about to help drive additional benefits to keep that momentum?
1: Yeah, so I think when when you look at our our, our roadmap um, and when we kind of move to the future, I think it's you know it's making sure that you know that we continue to lead. It's making sure that we continue on a unification journey to remove a lot of the other noise that might be coming down to the frontline workers. And, and what I mean in that is, you know, if there is a particular element of, of task, if there is a particular element of audit, if there is a particular element of Project. What we want to do is is incorporate that into our product um, in a way that is sort of decluttering and really making it meaningful for that frontline worker to continue to act. And, you know, and that's where all of this value comes from. It's the ability of that frontline worker to kind of act in a in a seamless way. Um, we also have some fantastic capability around um, you know pre waged pre earned wage access. So with a number of our prospects across Europe at the moment, as we're now looking forward, dare I say it, into Christmas, um, a lot of overtime, a lot of workers are, are kind of wanting to do additional shifts to, to help fund their, their, their kind of Christmas. Um, and so we have a, a great product kind of called Express Pay, which enables us to look at kind of, you know, wage uh, wages earned at a particular time um, and an early drawdown for the employer uh, on some of those um, earned wages, enabling them to, to kind of, you know, to, to perhaps buy Christmas presents or kind of meet that financial need that they have at that particular time that that might have not been planned for. So lots of really exciting and interesting things kind of, kind of happening to, to you know to keep us at the front.
0: Brilliant. So c- continuing to to push the boundaries, and I think that's been recognised by Time, hasn't it? Because you've been included in the 100 most influential companies 2023.
1: Yeah, correct, Simon. A, a fantastic uh, accolade and one that we're very proud of here at WorkJam. Um, and, you yeah, know, I would steer any of the listeners to, to kind of take a look at that article from our CEO, Steve Kramer. Um, it, it makes quite interesting reading.
0: And I think there's some uh, other prestigious companies in there as well. Is it, I think, is it Tesla, did you say before?
1: Yeah, I, there are. Um, you know, we are proud to to kind of stand up there amongst some of the, uh, you know, the the world's most um, you know influential and um, leading companies. So, absolutely,
0: absolutely good. Well, well done, well done to everyone on the team. So, th- this is episode one. I think we'll pause there, Mark, and then I'll be back in episode two with David Rogers, getting deeper into the conversation, and then in episode three. David will join me again with a special guest speaker from Aramark, Rachel. So two more to come, but appreciate your time, Mark, and thanks for the insight.
1: Thanks very much, Simon. Thank you.